And joining us now is the CEO of Western United, Chris Pelavanis. How are you going? Excellent, guys. How are you? Getting moved no. for another season. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, you got it on the eve of another season. Everyone should be excited that loves football in Australia. Yeah, no, the, the, the rubbing together of the hands, Chris, is always a good sign. Plenty of anticipation. <laughs> Mutual feeling. Fantastic. Well, we'll start, Chris, with the uh, the ad campaign that had uh, tug- tongues wagging, everybody talking about this uh, this vision of the future. Tell us a little bit about the, the idea behind it and uh, what you uh, hoped everybody took from it. Yeah, it was an interesting concept of us, like, just um, we've done a lot of work in the off-season about what do we want to stand for, what do we want to be, and part of the journey we went on was, all right, so if we're here in 25 years' time, looking back, what are we going to be most proud of? What are we going to be some of the things, you know, some of the challenges we've had and some of the things reflecting back? And and it also gave us sort of an opportunity to tell, you know, the people of the West and our supporters, you know, let's get on there from the start and let's build something special together because, you know, in 25 years' time, this journey is going to be an amazing one and let's remember for the people that were from the beginning. So it's all about for us is, you know, the future's now. Get on, join us be part of this new, exciting team that's born out of the West and and let's do something special all together. And, um, yeah, we're really excited about it. And it's the first time we've done something like this and it's um, something we're really proud of. Yeah, I liked the concept behind it, uh, getting in on the ground floor uh, of something new and being able to say you were there, you were one of the first, the originals. When you look back in, you know, 20, 25 years and you got something that you've that the club's really built because – you know, for a club to succeed and thrive, it's not, you know, two, three seasons in where you should be really making the, the assessment, right? No, correct. I mean, we all talk about, you know, some of these clubs around the world or even in other codes in Australia about the history and all that. That's born on the hard work behind, you know, born on setting some strength, foundations that, you know, you'll be proud of in, you know, years to come. But, We've got a chance to do that and everyone that comes in this, on this journey will write the next chapter and that's the exciting part of being part of Western United. So you know, from sponsors to members to fans to players to staff, it's an exciting journey and um, we're trying to create a place that we all belong to and that's what we're excited. So once we create and nail that sense of belonging and make people feel that you know, Western United's their club and the club of choice and, you know, get that tribalism and, and ensure that, you know, everything, you know, everyone that lives in the West, northwest of Victoria, for, follows Western United and that's our aim. And so we're, set, we're setting those boundaries, we're setting that rhetoric and, and it's important that everyone, you know, we're genuine in the community and everyone can see that Western United's their club. Is there a little bit of a strand that I get the sense of anyway, of Western United trying to be kind of a noisy neighbour, not be everybody's favourite? Because, you know, there were people who loved it, there were people who hated it, but it wasn't, you know, a generic season promo, get your membership, few goals and highlights. It was something that was going to divide people a little bit. And I think some of the most iconic clubs in Australian sport are clubs that, the supporters are super passionate about and, you know, live or die in the results. And there's also the opposition fans love to hate. Yeah, I mean, we've always said we want to be different. We're entering a code 15 years later or, you know, than the season, you know, than Melbourne Victory who had first move advantage and Melbourne Hunt, Melbourne City came in later. So we're the third team. 
it's always a challenge, but we always want to be different, but we always want to represent the people of the West. Mm. And the West, you know, we want to reflect their values, their what they believe in, and, um, you know, we want to show that we're hardworking, we're, we're, you know, loyal to where we're from. And so all these things will come out in our journey, but... Um, no, I don't know. And we want to, yeah, we want to disrupt the other two clubs. We're not going to apologise for that. I think it's important we do that because from that, you know, we're going to get stronger and maybe the competition will get stronger as well. So that's not a bad thing. I think it's going to be great for the, you know, for the members and the fans to get on this ride with us and see what that looks like. But ultimately we want to be different and we want to be a club that, you know, represents the people. I mean, that that kind of feels like that, that you know, that ad the opening sort of elevator pitch to, to fans and everyone alike is, you know, get in the get in on the ground floor or you're simply going to miss out as we start going up to, to higher levels on the building. But it seems like you've not just putting that message out there to fans, but I'm thinking back to, to some of the stuff that Alex was saying when we spoke to him about how, you know, he going to a club with hundreds of years of history and maybe years of difficult history is a, is a very different proposition to something like Western United, where it is it is fresh, it is malleable. It's a place that someone like Alex can come in and if there's success there, really sort of make a name for himself and, and, and build himself into the fabric of the club. So it seems like you know this message you're putting out there to everyone to get on board is, is something that the players are, are buying into as well. It's everyone in the club that's buying into it. it it's a message that... Um, you know, like we're privileged to work in a club like Western United, but ultimately we're all buying into that same dream and, and we have a chance to write that chapter, to set the foundations, to set the culture, to set the fabric, to, you know, win our first silverware, to to build, you know, to get to 10,000 members. You know, everything we do is is new and it's for the first time. And, you know, this week we play our first ever FFA Cup game. Like there's all these things that milestones that we're ticking as we go, but um, yeah, it's really exciting, and that's what is encouraging. And all the people that are on this journey are on this journey with the same mindset: is to let's build something special, let's build something that we can be proud of, and let's build something that is genuinely going to be, you know, one of the best sporting clubs in Australia. So- and that takes a lot of hard work, and it's a lot of ambition, and it's a lot of, um, you know. A lot of hard work and sweat and tears and all that sort of stuff's going to come. But yeah, be on that journey with us. Yeah, it's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be exciting. It's going to be hard. It's going to hurt sometimes. But there's no better place to be a part of, you know. And and that's why we're all on this journey together. And the people that have coming on this journey with us will see that it's going to be. Um, hang on, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Wild ride and. I mean, I've I've noticed the ambition in the foreign signings, particularly in the recruitment this season, trying to go for guys who are not just names, but have played in legit top flight European leagues, the likes of Krahin and Lacroix, and of course, Prijevic, who we just spoke to. What's the approach been like with the recruitment this season? Yeah, like... You know, at the end of last year, we sat down, we reflected, we looked at what was required. You know, we put a obviously we hired John Aloisi, our new coach, and then we sat down and said, you know, what are going to be our key criteria? And, and look, you know, it, it took us a little bit of time to get there because we went through a process, and um, it was important that we find the right people and the right players to bring to this club. And um, we're super excited with the talent we've brought. You know, 
Um, you know, they've all come out, you know, some have come a bit late in the preseason. So our team will get better as we go. We know that. Um, but when you bring in the quality of individuals that we brought to the, even to the existing squad members we had, you know, we're showing the competition and we're showing our own stakeholders, our own people in the club that, yeah, we're ambitious, you know. Um, John's come here to um, do something special with us. We're all, you know, we're all driven to, to work hard and, and make sure we give our, you know, create an environment that gives us the best opportunity for success. You can't guarantee it, but, you know, we're in a really good place and, and, and we're really excited how things are going. What about the uh, women's side and the MPL team? I mean, a, a big win has to be picking up Adisu Bayou out of nowhere and then suddenly he's in the Oli Roos. Uh, that, that's, that's one of the stories that, you know, maybe uh, defines the success of the, the MPL program so far. I mean, the club, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. We were brought in to represent the West. We picked up a kid um, from the Western regions that was playing at an MPL club gets in a chance to play on our MPL team within a year is representing his country. I don't think, I think if you have a discipline on the, and you'll get a chance to speak to a discipline, I don't think he would have dreamt of that. Mm. Um, they're the kind of stories we're going to write. They're the kind of opportunities we need to focus on. Um, you know, yeah, you're not, you know, you, there's easy chances to pot any club, but have a look at that story. You know, we're, gonna, we're giving a kid an opportunity to be a professional footballer and, and he's represented his country, uh, you know, in an, qualifying game for the um, next Olympics. How good is that? So, oh, I'm sorry, in the Asian Cup. Mm. So how, how good is that? And I think they're the kind of opportunities we want to give. And the NPL program is really critical for us in our future development. And, look, COVID's made it difficult in terms of expansion into younger ages and all that sort of stuff, but we'll do that. We'll build something. You know, we've got some exciting announcements in the coming weeks of some new faces that we're going to bring in to be part of that program. And, and I think... Um, you know, you'll see a big shift to us and, and we're ambitious in that NPL space too. You know, we, we want to be successful. We want to develop players. We want to, you know, challenge to get into the higher levels of the NPL. So that's something that you'll see through Western and something that um, I think will typify, you know, and give opportunities, sorry, to to a lot of, you know, kids in the West. And, and that's what's, our, you know, that's what's going to typify our brand going forward. Um, for women's space, look, we're super excited. You know, we've got an amazing partnership with Calder and, and the work we're doing there and led by Amanda and Mark DeCasso is amazing. Amanda Stella. Um, we've got our W League licence that's going to come on board next year. Um, just watch this space. I'm not going to give too much away because we've got a lot to go on and we're going to have a few more programs. And I think we should have a session one day dedicated to MPL, dedicated to women's football and we can and we can really articulate our plans and our ambitions in that space and um, I think that's when you'll you'll realise the work we're doing in the background. Yeah, well, a- any fans of the club who were paying attention to the MPL Victoria a- and the MPLW last season know what a-, a great job the youth side were doing in the MPL3 and, yeah. and Calder in the MPLW. So, fingers crossed, yeah. and I would say it's-, it's pretty likely that we can get more stories like Adisu coming coming through the ranks. Well, sorry, Adisu, there's Reese Bozanovsic and Ajak Dewar that yeah. all came out from that team. So we had three in our first year. I, I don't think we could... None of us, if we had a KPI at the start of the year, would have said three kids coming in there. And they're all very, very um, promising players. And, and I think um, they're only going to benefit. And, they're, you know, giving them an opportunity to become professionals is is um, something that we're really proud of. Yeah, well, like, it is something to be, to be super, super proud of. And in terms of st- uh, sharing those stories, you know, as a football administrator, looking at your, looking at your calendar, 
for the A-League men's and for the FFA Cup, you know, as the head of the club, you must be licking your lips seeing you have the chance to, to share those stories with seven consecutive games in, in Melbourne. I think two of those will be you know, hosted by the Melbourne clubs, but the rest of that is is all your home games. That it just seems like a great way to kick off the season and, and show these narratives to the to the outside world. Yeah, it's, it's amazing work's been done off-season. Look, it's been a long off-season. The community's done it hard. You know, we haven't seen live football. We've been starved of football. You know, the kids have done it hard, homeschooling. You know, parents have done it hard. Um, we're just really excited to get all fans back to get to watch live football. You know, I've got a challenge out there. You know, we want to get – we want to um, sell out round one. Um, you know, we're playing Melbourne Victory. We've got a capacity of just under 12,000 that's permitted. Um, and we want to make sure that that game is full, you know, and full of Victory fans, full of Western United fans. I think it's important because we want that rivalry. We want that atmosphere. We want both teams being out there supporting their teams. We want smiles on all the kids' faces. And you know what? Um, both teams will go out to battle and it'll be, you know, a real derby match. So that's exciting. Um, you know, this week we've got the FFA Cup game. You know, that was brought on to us a bit late. and uh, But again, you know, it's another opportunity to take football to Geelong, live football, you know, playing another A-League team. So it's an important game for us and one week before the season starts. But you're right, there's some really good, exciting fixtures on the, you know, on the cards. And, you know, our first Amy Park game the following Friday after the round one is against Perth Glory and maybe Daniel's, oh, Daniel Sturridge will be in town. And against us the first time in Melbourne and um, exciting, you know, we want all the Perth fans and all the Liverpool fans to come out and support their man. And you know what, we'll, you know, we'll do our bit and get all our fans to come and support our team. So exciting times. Um, you know, the Channel 10 broadcast still is going to be exciting as well because it gives us an opportunity to, you know, showcase our, you know, our brand, our game on, you know, free to air TV, you know, Channel 10 news picks us up every couple of days and you're on you know, news and, you know, we're relevant. It's exciting and this is what we do it for. So, yeah, everyone at the club is working extremely hard and extremely pumped to, for the upcoming season. But I guess the area that probably goes a little bit, uh, is a little bit hidden and we haven't focused on and has been really difficult to focus on in the first two years of existence and, you know, if, if I sat here before the start of the first game and I said, what is the area you want to focus on? What is the area you want to nail? That's community, guys. That's the ability to get in front of kids, the ability to get in front of schools, clubs in the West, create genuine partnerships. And, you know, we've recently appointed David Clarkson, um, ex-South Melbourne player and ex-NSL um, player who's going to help us lead that path. And we're about to launch something and, We'll talk about that in coming weeks and I think we should have a show that talks about community and what we're going to do in the community as well. And I think you'll see that, um, you know, that's the area that will make the biggest inroads. That's the area we need to focus on because that's what will help in 20 years' time when we look back to say, look at all these kids that support Western United. Look at all these differences we've made into the community. Look at all these, um, you know, clubs we've helped go to the next level in the West. Look at all these schools that are now playing football all that sort of stuff. But um, that's the area that I think we'll focus on in the, you know, in the next 12 months that will be really exciting for any, I think everyone in the West will see a major shift. Well, if people don't know David Clarkson, um, probably the ultimate people person. We Last time we had him on FNR, he grabbed his 
guitar and gave us an impromptu serenade. <laughs> so he's he's an eccentric. He's a lovely, lovely man, and uh, I think he's going to do. Some well, great we should work get him on again. We should get him on. Again. He might do stage. He might sing uh, "Go West" or something yeah, like that. Only we'll if say, he well, brings what? the instruments. It's one, <laughs> yeah, one that's condition. It, that's it. That's it. We should get him on. We should get him on. I'll tee him up for the for the next couple of weeks. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Chris. Everybody, uh, whether they're Western United fans or not, always wants to know about the stadium. Um, it is a difficult process, but you've got it as your Zoom background there, Wyndham Stadium. Uh, yep. what, what's the uh, the latest and and uh, uh, how we, we heard some access roads were being built to, to prepare the, the site for construction? Yeah, I don't really want to give you that much because there's a, there's a bit coming on in the next Ooh. couple of weeks, which will be really exciting. So I don't want to steal the thunder of what's coming, but... Um, we're making a lot of significant progress and, and, and there's going to be some significant um, works and some significant, um, you know, opportunities for some really nice stories and, and, and that's going to happen soon and um, we're really keen to showcase that when it does and, and really leverage it. Look, the reality is with the lockdowns and everything that's happening, um, mm. it's a really exciting time for us to leverage. So we've put a little bit of a purposeful delay on the process with the view of um, in the next couple of weeks we might see something special and uh, get everyone out there, as many people as we can, um, to see some, you know, the early works really and some really good pictures and some really good opportunities for our fans and members to see what's happening there. So I'm not going to give more than that away, but um, things are going really well and I can't wait for the next of the season to start. I can't wait for the stadium commencement to start and, really showcase what Western United is going to be about um, in the next 12 months and in the future. I think, Lockie, that's what they call in the biz a, a tease. Well, <laughs> yeah. people obviously, Chris can't see him at the moment and our, our lovely viewers on the green room can't see him either, but Nick Hughes, who works at both here at the radio station and Western United, looked, looked very smug when you were talking about that. So <laughs> if when Nick Hughes is getting excited, we know there's big news afoot. So uh, There is, and, and it's not right that I – this has been a couple of years in the making and people don't realise how hard it is to actually do these projects and stuff like that. So mm. I don't I don't really want to take any credit for it. I think it's the whole of club, whole organisation process and it needs the recognition it needs. So I think we need to just be a little bit patient with us. You know, we've got round one and two and then after that I think you might see something special. Well, historic game coming up this weekend. Uh, yes. against Newcastle Jets. First ever FFA Cup match. It's a, it's a play-in game, an elimination play-in game. game yeah. um, looking forward to that. Uh, Western United members, complimentary access to that one? Yeah, complimentary access. It's another way for us to give back to our members that have done it tough and have been supporting us from day one. You know, We take a couple of games to Tassie, so we're trying to give our members even more value. We've given them Paramount Plus for members that have signed up for product greater than seven games so we're trying to do more and more we you know we're doing kids for free this year as well which we think is important and people say well you know kids for free um what was the motive behind that and i just said look how hard kids have been for the last 12 months 24 months and this is our way of giving back to all the kids of the west come to the games come and see come and you know if you love the game come and see how the professionals warm up how they play how they move sit with your coaches or your parents and get them to you know, have a look at the patterns the players are running and, and, and really embrace what football is. Because if you want to become a top footballer, you've got to watch football as well. So um, I think it's a good opportunity and we're giving back. And, you know, I'd love to see, you know what, 
all the kids in the stadium to be full of kids because that's our future, guys, both on and off the field. That's our future. So we decided this year to go kids for free. And, and you know, well, I can't, you know, I'm encouraging all kids to come this week um, at the FFA Cup game. And then next week in Victor, if you want to, you know, come and see a special round one game and there's going to be new players on show, new coaches on show, you know, the Battle of the Bridge, um, you know, continuing, I think, what is it, Mark 7 or something, our seventh ever, uh, you know, game against the Victory. Um, come and see it. And so encouraging all kids, um, even if you haven't been to a game before, get along because... Um, there's a new A-League on about to kick off and um, a new A-League season. And I think it's important that we get as many people at the grounds and enjoy the product that's going to be on stage. Because I think this year's product will be better than uh, ever. I mean, all clubs have reinvested. All clubs have made a commitment to improve the, the competition. And um, I think, you know, it's going to be a really competitive season. And um, at Western United, we're very ambitious and, um, you know, we've done a lot of hard work in the off-season to ensure that we have a really competitive season. Well, we're going to be making the road trip, aren't we, Lucky? Absolutely. Round one against I, the victory. I, I'm even I'm even considering making the, the earlier road trip, Ooh, even, even just by myself this, this weekend. I, the FFA Cup is just – it's just such a great competition. You, you guys must be ecstatic to, to be in it for the first time, and I'm sure you – Yeah, know, you, hun- you, yeah 100%. I think it's, it is exciting. You know, it's a – Gets us, gives us a chance to win another trophy and and get to you know play in Asia. There's a, there's a lot at stake here, and um, we're definitely taking it serious. And and the organisation, um, everyone. So we encourage you guys. You know, you said maybe it's a must. You got to come down this week <laughs> as well. If we're gonna do. We're gonna keep doing these shows. I need you guys behind us and you know, bring some friends along. And um, you know what? We're all in this together, guys. And it's important that um, you know. We start to build something and it's going to start, you know, from, you know, everyone bringing a friend along, everyone bringing on a mate, uh, you know, bringing a family member, bringing, you know, a colleague that you play football with or a work colleague, bring people along to the games because one thing I'm sure the product will be both on and off the field will be special. Well, We've got some great questions coming through in the comments. Adrian has asked two really good ones. What is the realistic on-field goal for this season? And uh, he's also backed it up with a nice observation. I'm not sure if this is a better, better one to watch the coaching staff than you, Chris, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway. Season one, once he got his control, Max broke out. Season two, Dylan looked dangerous throughout and did a similar thing. Who in season three do you see having that breakout year? Yeah. That's, let me start with the first question. What's our aspirations? We want to play finals football. We always want to play finals football. We're an ambitious club. Now, how high, how high do we think we're going to finish? I can't put a ceiling on it and I don't want to put a ceiling on it. What I can say is the culture at the club and, you know, the, the you know, the coaches led by John, Hayden Fox, John Nesthesiatis, um, uh, have done an immense work and with Mel and Pubato, our GM of football, have done an immense work to create a really resilient culture, a respectful culture and, um, Everyone's enjoying them times at the moment. You know, our move to the hangar was a very good move. You know, created that excitement. We're in an elite facility. The players are all have embraced it really well and really excited. So, um, yeah, we're, we're ambitious. We want to be in play finals and, you know, how high we'll finish, not sure, but um, that's something, you know, for our fans, um, you know, we want to play finals. So we're not going to shy away from that. Well, in terms of who's going who's gonna to have a breakout season, Oh, I reckon it's a better question for the coaches, but 
you know what, I hope all the young players do a lot of the hard work. I hope they, you know, get knowledge from our international marquees and, and international players and really learn from them in, and, and from, you know, our experienced A-League players like Neil Kilkenny, Jamie Young, um, you know, you've got a lot of experience in that. They have Josh Risden, Connor Payne. So the young guys have got to work with those guys, learn, and you know what? I hope a couple of them have breakout seasons and, and you know what? That's our future. So um, it's probably a better question for the coaches. I don't like to, to put a ceiling on any of the young kids, but, um, you know, I think, you know, a lot of them have done a solid amount of work, so pretty exciting. Well, the predictions are already coming through in the comments. Anthony reckons top four, so no pressure at all. That's <laughs> Chris, it. Thank you so much for, for being very very generous with your time, very open and honest with your answers. Uh, we love the, the initiatives. We love the affordability, especially coming out of a, a pandemic and an economic downturn. You know, kids nag your parents. It's uh, it's a affordable night out for families who've really struggled during uh, this period, and a great opportunity to get back in and amongst it after this this terrible year we've had. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for coming on and uh, all the best for the season ahead. It's really exciting. Thank you, guys, and thank you for uh, getting the green room back and I look forward to doing the whole year with you guys and I think it's going to be something exciting. Um, I just live on the final and I just want to encourage everyone to get your tickets early for next week. I don't want any of our fans missing out because it's going to be a big crowd. Um, Sales already are very, very strong, but... Get in there, get early, and you know, don't leave it to the last minute because um, the weather, the long-term weather prediction is really good, and you know, exciting round one. There's going to be a lot of excitement around both teams, so I'm just encouraging all the Western United fans to make sure you buy your tickets early, or get your memberships early, or get you know, access, get redeem your tickets as quick as you can because I don't want any of our fans missing out. Absolutely, Chris. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys, and enjoy the season.